0: Hey guys, this is Dale back with you. This is, I think, session nine. This is the last section of the only way to create wealth with the network marketing business model. And we've talked about a lot of things and hopefully you've been able to go back and go through this very sequentially and been able to watch the webinars that we've suggested and recommended. And I hope that you've had some paradigm shifts and maybe you're starting to see things uh, differently than maybe you've ever seen or heard before. And the thing that I want to emphasize in this last session is I understand that network marketing professionals and leaders and great people are all, uh, results of the culture in which they were raised. Network marketing Leaders, People with leadership titles are all a result of the culture, the network marketing culture in which they were raised. And I am just I, I feel beyond blessed, beyond blessed that I was able to get involved in this awesome business model at a time when. Personal development, personal responsibility, overcoming fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of what somebody else thinks about you, uh, getting your mindsets, working on your mindsets as well as your skill sets and understanding that if you build people, people will build the business and that the real product in, in network marketing is people. And you should work harder on yourself than you do on your business when all those philosophies were just so mainstream. And again, it was before, as we've talked about, it was before the Internet. But it was based upon wisdom of the ages principles that had been here long before network marketing. And it's true. True. And it, it, it is what it is. I mean, and people say, well, Dale, with this and Look. I talk to no Napoleon Hill about it. Talk to Jim Rohn about it. Talk to Earl Nightingale. Talk to Mary Kay about it. You know, but Dale, in today's world, people are just so ADD. and blah, And of course, of course. But if a thousand people say a stupid thing, it's still a stupid thing. If a thousand people want to tell somebody how to, attract people to their business just to get them in and don't understand that 97% of the people are not going to be able to do that. If a concept is flawed, it's flawed. And it doesn't matter that I was born in in the south and have a southern accent or that you were born in the north and talk funny <laughs> of the United States okay if it doesn't matter that that's the culture in which I was raised if I needed to learn to talk like a Bostonian to maximize my upside potential within the network marketing business model—it's not going to be comfortable. It's comfortable for me to speak in the dialect in which I've always spoke and centered around the culture in which I was raised. That's comfortable. So, if if all of a sudden I was confronted with facts. And wisdom and exposed to a new way of looking at at whatever, a new way of looking at building a team that dictates that, Dale, you must learn to speak with a northern accent to maximize your upside potential, then I have a choice to make if that is really true and i knew it was true of course it's not i'm being ridiculous but i'm just trying to make the point that when when you're confronted with wisdom then you always we always have to make a choice and the easy choice is just to continue to do what we've always done the way we've always done it that's always the easy choice always Because, Dale, I'm making a full-time income. Okay. How are your people doing? Because it's not about you and your 3% skill sets, mindsets, work ethic, credibility, everything, the transferable skills that you came into the industry with. It's about what can be, what can you, how can you help the 27% or maximize their upside potential? That's how you're ultimately going to maximize yours. And see, when people hear a lot of this that I've talked about on this podcast now for five years, it's stirring a lot. I get hate mail. You wouldn't believe. But I also get people say, Dale, I didn't like you. I thought you were arrogant. I thought you were this. I thought you were that. But the more I listen And I came back and I listened some more and it does make sense. And see, the other thing that I run into with this podcast, especially is people that hear it at the right time for them. It's like three years in, four years in, and they're experiencing everything that I talk about. It's because it's predictable. The whole business model, it's so predictable. Uh, because human beings are predictable. I can't tell you what one person will do, but I can tell you what 99 out of 100 will do. And they hear it at a time, and they just binge on it. And when they binge, they think, oh, this guy's got, he he gets it, he understands, he sees it, he sees what I see. Uh, This makes so much sense. Yes, that happened. Yes, I experienced this. Yes, people have a beginning spurt and they enter the witness protection program. I mean, I don't say anything that I haven't experienced and haven't. And I observe and I watch and I pay close attention. I can't help it. So when people hear it, the right people at the right time, then they think, oh, Dale's got the foo-foo dust. And, and then they, they try to take everything that I communicate and they try to implement it in 90 days on their team. And it doesn't work. It's not going to work. Everything is sequential. Everything must build upon the previous concept idea. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in 90 days. But if you continue to do the right thing long enough, And you continue to keep the right message in front of people and you treat people the way that they need to be treated in order to move forward based upon their goals, their reasons, their desires. And, and you're just true to people. I believe in the long run, it plays out, but it's extremely difficult when we've got, we're surrounded by minutia, Your team members, their natural progression is to avoid the work. Most people want to accomplish as much as they possibly can, doing as little as they possibly can. They have a lottery ticket mentality. Most people do. And so even when you put people on the right track, uh, there's always going to be people and there's always going to be, oh, this is the shortcut. And again, I've watched this for thirty something years in this profession. And when when you when a movement gets away from its core fundamentals, there's always unintended consequences that ultimately lead to dissipation, which is where this profession is now. And you know, we can all hold, hold hands, sing kumbaya, and tell each other we have a better way. While we're standing around the pig, uh, the smoke pig at the table at the VIP party. Or we can get down to where the rubber hits the road, make some real quality decisions about what we're going to do, how we're going to do it. And, and the road that we must travel in order to get where we ultimately want to go to maximize and help people maximize their true upside potential. are. We can just play the game. And it's tough. It's tough. So I want to end this session with uh, how do we get people launched? How do we get people launched? Because I sincerely believe if every leader would right now refine refine their launch process and get it implemented within their particular organizations that it would make a huge impact compounded on this profession and granted the launch process is the first core fundamental that's number one you know there's you know, you got that's the first, but you've got two-step recruiting process. You've got uh, customer acquisition, the retail to recruit program. You've got a retention system that you need to implement, and then after that, it's just about generating leads. And there's multiple ways to do that. And a lot of people think that's the whole business is how can I find people that I can convince to to buy, sell, or join. <laughs> And, and again, we're just it's, it's gotten so distorted that it's just unbelievable. And a lot of people call me every day. And, and probably the people that uh, that hire me for one-on-one consultation, that's what they want me to help them refine is their launch process based upon their product, their company, the tools that their company makes available. Um, you know, there's people that have free sample programs and there's companies that have, you know, different tools that can be implemented into a launch process. And, you know, I can usually spend six 30 minute sessions with a person, three hours and really help them get their launch process formulated and then implemented on their teams. So what I'm going to do in this last session is I just, I just want to talk about this because I think this will help some people. If you've made it through this much of the series, and especially if you have watched the webinars, you've watched, you know, the critical message to network marketing professionals, you went through, went through the MOM scam to information, uh, the other webinars that we've talked about, uh, the road to $10,000 a month in network marketing, the road, and you're listening right now, then I think this is, can, this is what I can do today that will provide the most valuable value for you. So, and again, I, I wish I had a slide that I could show you, but I can kind of walk you through this. Uh, but one of the reasons that the profession uh, just bought the foo dust hook, line, and sinker is because it got so big so quick. There was so much growth in the late 80s and the early 90s that when the Internet collided with network marketing, you had a lot of people that were frustrated because it was much harder, much more difficult than they had anticipated. And they really didn't understand the limiting beliefs that they had. They didn't understand how tight their comfort zone was. And, uh, you know, network marketing will really give you a, a snapshot of the fears that you have, if we have as individuals, network marketing is the best personal development program in the world with the compensation plan attached. So when, when all of a sudden the internet, you know, was piped into everybody's home and home computers became a thing and people run upon somebody that says, you know, throw your warm market away, list away, you know, You never have to try to convince people to buy your product or join your team ever again, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to show you how to become the hunted instead of the hunter, and we're going to attract people, and blah, blah, blah. That was a very, very appealing message to newbies in the profession. And what blows my mind is it's still attracting people. And what really blows my mind is that in today's market, anybody that's been around very long could really think that the purpose of network marketing is to try to convince anybody to do anything. If you're trying to convince somebody, you have 1000% missed it. This, you cannot convince people to join a volunteer army. They don't do things for your reasons. They do things for their reasons, not yours. And if you convince them to join you, what in the world, why would you think that they would do a dang thing once they got there? That makes no sense on any planet. It's never been about convincing people to buy, sell, or join. And again, I've talked about this. It's about finding the right people at the right time in their life. That's how you win the game. That's how you win. Finding the right people at the right time in their life. Because everybody that ever joins your team is going to take a certain amount of time, energy, and effort and thought. And if you can't push a rope... You can't push a rope. You know, what's the old saying? You can lead a a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Okay? And and again, I proved this to myself years ago. Sponsored 26 people in a row. Sold the product package. 26 people one-on-one. Boom, boom, boom. It's 26 in a row. So 26 product packages. I saw three of them ever again the rest of my life. Now, one of them went on and built an awesome team. But that's beside the point. The point is, it's not about getting them in. And if you look at everything that's put into the marketplace today, it's all about how to get them in. And that's a mindset that we have to get beyond as an industry. I call it the leadership development paradigm shift. And I sincerely believe that 99% of the people that have ever joined a network marketing company, never had the leadership development paradigm shift. It's not about getting them in. It's about getting the right people in, getting them involved, getting them in, and then helping them progress sequentially, systematically, and move forward and develop the proper skill sets and mindsets that will help them become the best leader they can to develop a duplicating team of people guys. It's not that difficult. It's, it's not, uh, but the industry got so big. And when you, when you, when a movement gets away from its core fundamentals, there's always unintended consequences. And I experienced it. I saw the whole thing happen. I I watched the whole thing. And that's why in 2000 I said, you know, I'm done. People, people just buying, you know, just selling newbies. Uh, you know, just, just stupid stuff. That If you want to be perceived to be a network marketing professional, then you must have a blog. And I can go on and on and on. Many of us have watched it and seen it. It hasn't stopped. It hasn't stopped. It will continue. But in this little mini-series, what I was hoping to do before I take a break for the rest of the summer on this podcast was just to really, really take everything that we've talked about since we started and try to condense it to the very best of my ability and really communicate what I know. I know at a level that it haunts me what it takes to build a real business with real customers and real future leaders and people coming down the road and getting real rank advancements and developing real leadership skills and getting a, and understanding that it ain't about me. It's about what can be duplicated by my team and really trying to drive on that philosophy to the very best of my ability. So with all that, sorry guys, I get long winded, but I hope you're hearing what I'm saying. And I want to talk about the launch process and here's the reality of this business it has always been this way it will always be this way it's not going to change because the real product is people and human nature is human nature here's the reality and to not understand this is naive it's naive it's unacceptable as a leader in the network marketing business model. Here's the reality. The start stops most people. The start stops most people. And we have to understand that as leaders. And look back however long you've been involved in this profession. Look at the people that you had that you knew. Could do phenomenal, and they never got started. Think about all the people that you've heard over the years, and they say, "Yeah, I got involved in this company because my brother was in it, and then, you know, I got involved with that company because I kind of liked the product." But, you know, I never really got serious about this until now. You know, that's the story they tell themselves. And again, that, in my opinion, every time I hear that, I'm thinking, who sponsored them? Who was their leader? Somebody missed somebody that could have done it four years ago or eight years ago in the first company they joined if they'd been given a specific launch process. And again, what is your launch process, leaders? Right now, somebody joins your, your organization. How are they going to launch their business? You know what the common thread mentality is? Well, you talk to your people, and if you need any help with three ways to help, you need any help closing them, you just let me know. Because we have, we're in a culture, we're in a, the network marketing business model has morphed into one which we just recruit each other from deal to deal to deal. That's common business practice today, common within this profession. I join a new cult program. I contact everybody that I've met in the last seven programs that I'm in and see what happens. And then, you know, it usually starts with what now is called a master distributor. How, how, how messed up is that? If you're a master distributor, then start where everybody else starts and go get it done. No, but I have influence. Real real leaders don't develop followers from being an influence. Real leaders develop other leaders. I'm gonna get out I'm gonna try to stay on track. I'm gonna get right back here because I've talked about this stuff so many years. I'm just I'm just blue in the face with it. It's amazing. But I'm glad I have a blue face because I'm a Kentucky fan. How corny was that? <laughs> okay, guys. The start stops most people. So if we know that. What is the launch process for your business? Because, see, I remember a few years ago I was flying uh, – where was I flying? I was flying into Dallas or right out of Dallas, and I was sitting on a plane with three people, three young kids, enthusiastic, uh, and they were part of the launch team for Cane's Chicken. You may or may not have Kane's Chicken Fingers in your area. We have them in Kentucky, and I think we have them in Georgia as well. I'm not sure, but they were part of the launch team, and their job was, as these new restaurants opened up, they went in and they they got they got them launched. They had their methods, their systems for launching these new Kane's Chicken Finger restaurants. Okay. The, the, the launch process um, in general, in my estimation, uh, when a lot of people get involved in traditional businesses and they mortgage everything they have and they open up their shop and they put all this time, energy and effort into getting the shop ready and the right fixtures and the right inventory and they've designed everything. And what I've seen many, many times over the years is they did not budget. They did not create any kind of budget to launch their business, to launch their business. Um, and they they turn the shingle over and it says open and they wait for people to come and they don't show up. They don't show up, you know if you build it, they will come When well, a, um, a lot of people have gone in traditional business and realize that's not true. And it's because I don't know why, but they, ne- they didn't get uh, right mentorship. Maybe they just blindly thought that if I open it, then they will all come and they realize that they don't. And I remember uh, years ago, uh, I, w- I was in traditional sales uh, selling health insurance to self uh, to self employed people, and I remember going to this little podunk town up in northern Kentucky, and I had all my appointments set for that week. And like on Thursday night, I had with this guy that had a it was a hot it was a hot dog restaurant, but he had burgers and fries and onion rings and you know like a Dairy Queen type. But it was home. It was Frank's or whatever the name of it was. I can't remember the name. But I remember during the week, I was just in a small town. I had appointments scheduled during the day all the time. And every time I went by this place, I'm thinking, that's the guy I'm talking to Thursday night. It was packed, absolutely packed. And I and I remember when I finally sat down on that Thursday and had the opportunity to talk with him, a very interesting guy. And I said, you know, you guys, you're packed all the time. You do well. And he said, yeah, we got a great product. I said, yeah, I said, but I'm in a lot of little towns and I go by a lot of places like this and they don't have the amount of businesses you do. And I said, maybe some of them might even have as good a product as you do. He said, yeah. He said, when, when we opened the door, he said the first week we did a huge promotion and everybody that came the first week, we gave away a free hot dog. He said, we gave a free chili dog to everybody. And he said, we about got everybody in this town talking about it and created a huge buzz. And then we, he said, you, when you come back, we're going to, here's a coupon. And they gave them a coupon for free onion rings on their next visit. And then on their, when they came to, to redeem the, the free onion rings, they gave them a coupon for a free deluxe hamburger on their next visit. And he said, we spent a lot of money in the beginning getting this launched, but we got people in here and they liked our product and they kept coming back. And, and guys, that's genius. That is what you would call genius. And many of you have heard me say many times, I've mentioned it, I'm sure, in this series, is from a customer acquisition standpoint, The network marketing is full of people that go into the marketplace and create one sale to one person every day. Today, there'll be thousands of people around the world, tens of thousands, that will buy a network marketing product for the first time and they will never hear from that person again. If they buy once, they're a suspect. If they buy twice, they're a prospect. If they buy three times, they're a customer. And that's just human nature. And if you are allowing your people to go into the marketplace without a system to create real customers, you're missing the boat. They're getting a lot of one-time sales maybe, but one-time sales don't mean anything Like, like Frank. He knew that. I got to get them in, I'll give them a free hot dog. Then I got to get them back, I'll give them free onion rings. If I can get them back the third time, give them the deluxe hamburger, then they'll probably continue to come back and be a regular customer. So there's just certain systems like that. And again, I've got off track again. I apologize. But it's just so important that people understand. So the start stops most people. What is your launch process? So for me, when I was really formulating this, uh, and, and after working this three years It's like, okay The start stops most people Why? What What gets people into action Is maybe even a better question Well, What gets people into action? And I would ask you Why do people take action Once they join network marketing? Is it because they know you Like you and trust you? Of course not That creates no action why do people go into business? Why do people go into traditional business? Why do people join network marketing? Why? Why do people join? What, what gets people into action? What creates action? What, what stacks the odds that when somebody joins your business, they may actually get off the couch and take action? What creates that? And see, for me, it just seems like it's just real common and it's real simple. But obviously it's not, because if it was, then this is what every leader in this profession would be focusing on instead of, hey, call me if you need any help closing your people. Because, again, we've created a culture where common business is network markers just recruit other network and Every Maybe every now and then they get really fired up. They'll get outside of that little network marketing box, but not very often. And when we do enroll somebody that's never been involved in the profession before and they don't have any quote unquote people, what do we do? And, and, and what, what will, will help them take action? So in my estimation, the first step, the first step, and those of you that are members of the MOM Training Club, you've heard me say this many times, and many of you are doing this, I know, every day. When somebody new joins, you ask them. You say, look, we have a system that will help you. That if you follow it's a very sequential systematic system that will help you maximize your upside potential with this with building your team and creating customers, do you want to follow our system or do you want to do it on your own? The most important question a leader can ask a new team member, do you want to follow our system? Or do you want to do it on your own? But the rub is you have to have the systems for them to follow. Does that make sense? But if you do have them, and I know many of you listen to this podcast do, the majority, well, maybe not the majority, but most of you, the training club members do, the leadership development academy members do, uh, for the most part. So, and many of you that have no idea what I just said, Do. Do as well. So, do you want to plug into our system or do you want to do it on your own? They say, no. I want to get plugged in. Okay, here's the first thing I I need, and and you throw them the ball. Boom, you throw it to them. This is the first assignment. Once they complete the assignment, they throw you the ball back. Then you give them the second assignment. That's how you build back, forth, back, forth, play the ball. What we do most of the time is we throw them the first assignment. They don't complete it. We throw them the seventh assignment. They Eight, nine, we just keep giving people assignments and we're not creating any kind of uh, that we aren't waiting for them to throw it back. We're not creating any accountability. The real world doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. You cannot give it an assignment without having an accountability factor built in. To give them the first assignment and and they never complete it and then give them the second and third, why do you think they would complete number two, three, four, five, or eight? But Dale, they're on all my calls. Dale, they're on every webinar. They come to every company event. Okay, look, they are a social club member. They're not a team builder. They're never going to be a team builder right now uh, under those circumstances. Let them go to the conference, get their VIP badge, eat a piece of the pig, and stand on the chair and scream like a maniac. That's cool. But as a leader, you have to understand, (laughs) well, Dale, I've got, got my team's grown to 777 people. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. How many of them are progressing and moving forward? That's the only thing that matters. That's all that matters. I mean, for me, when, when, when I was building, I could care less what my volume was next month. I could care less how many new people joined my team. All I want to know is who's plugged in, who's moving down the road, who's progressing, who's internalizing the concepts, the principles, the ideas, who's attempting to learn the mindsets that will ultimately long-term create success. We get so off track on what's real around this business. So step one, no, I want to do it myself. Okay, here's the first thing I need. I need 50 names of people that we can practice with, that we can launch with. Not people that that you think will buy, sell, or join. We're not looking for that. I just need 50 names of people that if I say your name, they know who you are. And if they've been involved in business or had a side gig in the past, that's really good. And if they would come to your funeral, that's even better. Can you, how quick can you can you get 50 names? Yeah. How how fast do you think they you can do that? And if it's Thursday, they'll say, Well, they'll all have it by Monday. And I ask, Well, how fast do you think it'll be? How how quick do you think you can get that done? Well, Dale, we got soccer practice, and then you know next month is Thanksgiving, and then we have Christmas, and then my Brother-in-law's sister's birthday is in January, and then February is Valentine's Day. And 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 if I hear that, I just smile, yeah. And that tells me emotionally, mentally, I'm not building with this person right now. And we're good. I'm not going to try to. I'm not. That's fine. We're cool. We can be friends, but we aren't going to be business partners. I'm not going to build with you. It's impossible right now. You know, I had to give up softball. And I wasn't going to give up softball day one. But again, I never made excuses. And most people do. The start stops most people. Let it stop them. That's okay. It's not going. You're looking for the people that are ready to do something right now. So 50 names to practice with. And then I need to know why you're doing the business. And we send them the 20 reasons and top three. 50 names to practice with. And why? And that's the first ball. Boom, it goes out. When do you think you could have it done? When do you think we can talk about this again? Well, I'll have it done by Monday. Okay, now they throw me the ball back. Or they don't. Some people say Monday, and then they enter the Witness Production age program. And that's cool. That's cool. That just means I don't have to waste another second of my time, which is the most valuable asset that I have. Makes sense? Oh, but they all think it'd be so good. Look, you got to get through the emotions and get down to where the rubber hits the road. I understand all that. I've felt everything that you're feeling. I have felt it. I've watched other people feel it. I've watched thousands of people, tens of thousands, more than hundreds of thousands go through this in the last 30 plus years. It doesn't change, it's predictable. Until they know why, the how doesn't matter. They, oh, I can't get them to send me their 20 reasons back. How come? Because they're the wrong people right now. Next. Next, next, next. Damn, yeah, but it took me so long to get them. Then you were doing it wrong. It's not about getting them anyway. It's about finding the right people at the right time in their life. Give me three to five people a year where the timing is right. I'd rather have that than 5,000 that I had to convince 50 names to practice with. And again, people that have been to will come to your funeral or have had something going on in the past. Once you have that back, then it's time to launch. It's time to get it launched. Whatever you do to launch your business. So currently right now, and again, technology changes and involves this whole launch process. But right now, It's one text, one social media post. If we have 50 names, one text, one social media post, 10 letters a week with a brochure with your hero product, asking people to please pass along to someone who would have an interest right now. Uh, It doesn't matter what your product is or service doesn't matter. So it's, one text, one social media post, ten letters. If you bombard your social media, they will not read your letter when they when they get it, or they will think, well, that's this, that's that goop base group they're selling, and they're wanting to sell it to me, and they won't read the letter. The letter that we send has not, it's not, it's. I've gotten involved in business. I'm really excited about it. I've got this product. It's done this for me. Uh, I have. Could you please do me a favor and pass this brochure along to somebody that you feel would be a great customer for our product? That's a, the basic concept behind the letter and and the launch process that we are teaching right now. So what is your launch process? Get that refined. And here's the go. Here's, here's how you know when a person's launched. Their go. Are you ready to launch? I'm ready to launch. Okay, the goal is 50 people that have seen the Play 1 video or whatever your Play 1 is, which, you know, some people use a 10-minute video, a 3-minute video, a 12-minute video. It gives a quick overview. Play 1. Create some curiosity. After they've seen the Play 1, are you open for more information? If they say yes, then you take them to your Play 2 where they hear the entire story. That's the play one, play two recruiting process system. So you need that in place, obviously, as a leader. That should be in place. I know for most of you it is. But all right, so you have a new person. They've got their 50 names to practice with. And what are we going to do? We're going to, for lack of a better term, drop a bomb on that list. Get through as many people as we can, as quick as we can. I'm not going to call them and try to convince them. We'll send them a text. We'll send them a letter. Put one social media post out, and what our goal is to get twenty-five confirmed no's. It's within within a, within a, a, as quick as possible. And really, with 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 most organizations and companies, I believe you need. 50 confirm no's within a 90 day period and if it's in a 30 day period that's even better. They need to, to put aside as much time as they can in the beginning to get it launched. Get it launched hard and fast. It's like an airplane. The hardest part is getting it off the ground. Again, the stop the start stops most people. You know how most people try to build their network marketing business? how they try to get it launched, is they go in the marketplace. They have four or five conversations. They're talking way too much, and they're trying to see if they can stir up some interest with people at work or church or uh, their next-door neighbor. They have four or five conversations trying to stir up some interest they don't have, they don't use a play one that is designed to create curiosity. They try to use their, their mouth. They just got involved. The number one mistake new people make in network marketing is talking too much. Period. In the story. I don't care if they've been around the profession 15 years or 15 minutes. The number one mistake made by people is talking too much. Much you got to let the video create the curiosity and don't allow the less you say, the more money you make. The less you say, the more money you make. And as leaders, we have to understand that that is true, that they're going to go out there and they're going to talk too much. And we have to do everything in our world, our, our world possible to get them to be quiet, create curiosity, let them see the video curiosity. That's how you win. And until someone has had 50 confirmed no's to people who have seen the play one, they have not launched yet. That's just kind of a rule, a good rule to go by. So if you look in most companies today in the network marketing industry, most people went out when they got started. They put their big toe in the water trying to stir, stir up some interest with their neighbors and whoever. They, they went out, had some conversations to see if they could that, that's putting their big toe in the water to see if they can create any interest and they don't really get much and they just kind of hang around uh, and become a social club member and go to the conferences and get their VIP badge. And they just kind of hang out because it's accepted. Hanging out is accepted. As long as they stay on the autoship one more month, we're cool. Uh, and leadership, the focus of leadership is to keep people having fun, hanging out and on autoship. And that's the culture of this business model today. And we wonder why we're in this dissipation. Just, Come on, guys. Ladies, gentlemen, Please. Please. Come on. It, so, having expectations for people and playing ball and expecting them to throw a bot back is what leadership does. You know, if you can't learn to swim with your big toe in the water, you have, and sometimes you just got to push them in the pool. But they got to get in the pool if they're going to learn how to swim. Okay, they've got to get the business launched and off the ground if they expect to be able to move forward. Um, It's just, it is what it is. It is what it is. And, you know, we want to, I mean, I can talk about this forever. You know, um, Bob Chris talking about raising the giant that most people that quit network marketing quit within the first 72 hours. How true is that? Why do they quit? And maybe not quit, quit. They'll still hang out, but they aren't actively working towards reasons. Number one, they didn't have any reasons. They were never asked to define their reasons. They were never asked to have 50 names to practice with. They were just saying, go sick them. Go sick them. And they go in the marketplace, they have four or five conversations, they can't drum up any interest, so emotionally they quit within the first 72 hours after joining. This business is not difficult. It's sincerely not. When you can base it upon wisdom of the ages, principles, concepts, ideas, and human nature, it's not difficult. Okay? But when we look all around us, Everybody is doing it the way that it is comfortable for them. Many people are doing it with 100% focus on extracting as much money from newbies as they can. And we look at all the minutiae around this industry. And then we hear people hear this podcast and they think Dale's got the foo-foo dust. He understands it. He gets it. What he teaches is valid and it can be duplicated and can build huge teams over periods of time. I mean, that's how he went from starting with zero and built an organization to a $100 million with over 60,000 people and over 200, 5, 6, and 7 figure earners. He did it very systematically. He did it exactly like he's teaching us to do it, and it does make a lot of sense. It makes a whole lot more sense than somebody that's, that just got involved, and they're going to go to the generic seminar and pay an extra $600 so they can hang out with the, with the gurus and have VIP on their badge. But I'm the first to tell you guys, this is not easy. It's extremely difficult. My whole thing is, it. My whole thing is, my whole focus, my thought is: look, I don't know where you are. I don't know why you're here. And for some of you, you don't need to be doing network marketing if you're wanting to make an extra two or three hundred dollars a month. Drive for Uber, do something else. You don't need to be doing network marketing. I got involved because I had to get out of the corporate environment that I could not stand. I, I was not functional. I couldn't stand that environment. I feel like I was surrounded by 12-year-olds all the time, bickering and fighting and making fun of each other because, uh, you know, just everybody worrying about what somebody else is thinking about them. And... I didn't like that environment. I had to get out of it. I had a dream of making $100,000 a year, taking my family to Hawaii, and meeting them to drive a new car one day. And this is when I'm living in a little 600-square-foot house driving a beat-up Chevette. So that's why I did it. That's why I got through the comfort zone. That's why they told me to make a list of 500 people and call every one of them and then sit down with a pitch book and explain your product and opportunity. How much easier is it today if we do it correctly? It's easier today than at any time in history because of technology, but also because of technology. We've gotten so far off track, it's just hard to even believe that the industry, and I've said this for several years, I cannot believe that it's still as functional as it it is, but it's because there's so many people that have now been around from 10 to 20, 30 years in this industry, and they just migrate from company to company like gypsies. But how long do you think it's going to really play out? I mean, will, will there be opportunity here for my grand, great grandkids, my grandkids, if they decide that they want to take advantage of this all, awesome opportunity? No, because we've we, we killed the goose that lays the golden egg. And we've told people what they needed to hear, not what they wanted to hear. We've gotten so far away from the Bill people, build people. People, people, people build the business philosophy mentality that we're just in a state of delusion. So I hope that this series has helped you. I really, really hope it has. And if that, I hope you'll go. If it has, I hope you'll go back, get a journal, write this down, get this internalized. It's not that difficult. There's only five core fundamentals, and if you master them, I mean master them and duplicate them. You systemize it so it can be duplicated. And if you do that and you make a commitment to really building something of significance that you're proud of a real company, a real team with real products that are making a positive impact on other people, the product line is phenomenal and will help other people. And you're really focused on the right thing. You have zero competition. The challenge today. This is the challenge. This is the biggest challenge. Is we can no longer develop closed cultures. Closed cultures. Because somebody down your 17th level is going to run across some guru that says, I'm going to show you how to sponsor 20 people in the next 30 days, or whatever, just choose it, and they're going to get sucked into the foo-foo dust, because believing that there's something that everybody else knows that I don't know, and now I'm going to learn how to sponsor 20 people in 30 days, and they're going to demand that I speak at the next company conference, or all the other All the other minutiae that people use to control the sheep. I mean, the newbies in this profession, and those that should know better. By the way, <laughs> yeah, that that's that's a whole other topic. It's like, how long you been around here? And you're going to what? To hear who talk about what that who's never done nothing except to extract money from you. It's fascinating, man. It just blows my mind. It's just fascinating. It's just fascinating. So I, I, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, I'm going to take off for a while. Uh, again, um, I understood when I started this podcast that that people don't want to be told the truth. They want their ego stroked and they want to wear BIP badges and they want to be called leaders and they want to be respected and they want followers. They don't want future leaders on their team. They just want followers. And I understood that all when I started five years ago, but I understand it now at a level that is uh, disturbing at a level that it's just, it's really, it, it, it's beyond fascinating. Um, and, and again, I think it's an indication of the world in which we live. And, you know, you really see it in politics as well where people will just tell people exactly what they want to hear to get a vote. Okay. And it's like, we're going to do this. Okay. How are you going to do that? You, somebody has to pay for Or oh, we'll, we'll just make the rich pay for it. <laughs> and it's like, are you kidding me? But yeah, yeah, let's make the rich pay for it. Let's make, you know, the rich, the evil, you know. And, and again, we see all this, guys. And the reality is, the reality is we all have challenges and, and roads that that we have to, to go down and, and self limiting beliefs that we have to 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 get through and get past. But the reality is we have choice. We live in the free enterprise system. We live in a world where people think, well, first I don't succeed, then fix the blame quick. i got to blame it on somebody. It's not my fault. And and nobody wants to take responsibility for anything. And we are all where we are in our life because of what's gone into our minds. And the only way to change where where we are is to change what goes into our minds. That's it. And, you know... All I really wanted to do, you guys know the list to this podcast consistently, regularly. You know, I'm not trying to, to sell you anything. Um, all I really want to do is try to justify the time, energy, and effort that it takes to produce the podcast and do the webinars and do what we do generically for people and respond to, respond to as many people as we possibly can and to uh, have staff in an office that answers the phone and so on and so forth and just trying to justify that to make an impact. Again, my business mind totally conflicts with my passion for people in the network marketing industry. My business mind said, hey, you're you're an absolute moron. You know, and, and again I've I've really come to the realization that I don't like I love business I love operating businesses, but I don't like businesses of any kind where uh, my customers are opportunity seekers. however, the yang of that there's nothing that does that does more for me than watching somebody that you've worked with that you put time into that were learners and students and that you would get in the foxhole with and then watching them walk across the stage achieve the top three reasons that they came here for. There's nothing, nothing that can compare to that. Nothing. So to have that, then you have to deal with the foo dust seekers and the people that are not willing to look behind the curtain and the delusional people that Think because they have VIP on their badge, they're a VIP. And you have to deal, you have to take the good and the bad. And sometimes, you know, it can get overwhelming. It just can get overwhelming. It's like, this is not worth it. And then it's like, oh, but it is worth it. It is worth it. Because the ripple effect of that one person that walks across the stage. Who has the skill sets and the mindsets and understands what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve and believes it and believes that they really believe that they can have anything in life they want if they help enough other people not follow them from social media platform to social media platform but they can have anything in life they want if they help enough other people get what they want and people that live that believe it, it's part of who they are. That you must love people enough to tell them what they need to hear, not necessarily what they want to hear. When, 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 when people really get those wisdom truths internalized, the ripple effect that it, that it has in, in their family and in their community, it makes it well worth it. So I hope that something I've said in this series, guys, has really spoke to you. If it has, please go back through it. I don't know that I'll ever be able to share anything on this podcast that's more important than the last seven, eight, how many sessions we've done here. uh, Because I have absolutely positively laid out for you the only way, the only way to create wealth with the network marketing business model. Now, before I go, let me say this. Obviously, it's not the only way. Because obviously, and it's been proven and it's documented all around this, you can have failed miserably in network marketing for years and then convince enough people that I'm going to show you how to become successful in network marketing even though you never have and you can extract millions of dollars from people doing that. And there's people that are doing it now and there'll be people that will be doing it years from now. So you can make money that way. And the other thing that you can possibly do, it's much harder today, but it's still possible. If you throw enough money on the wall, if you throw enough mud on the wall, some of it will stick. And if you just a bull in China closet every single day out there selling product and just block it just every day, you know, and you have that kind of work ethic and there's people that do. And you have that kind of work ethic and that kind of just in the mud. There's, but that's not, that, that's such a minority of people. Uh, but, but it can, you can create wealth that way. But for most of us, most of us, the only way we're going to create wealth is by really focusing on real customers, real team members and the 27%. That's where real wealth is created by having the systems in place that can be sequentially learned and duplicated by the 27%. That's the path. Thanks for being with me on this series. I'll talk to you again after the summer's over. Uh, We're going to take a break. uh, It's kind of a different, kind of weird time. It's like that, that, that fire really disrupted our business but it disrupted things for me at a level that i had not anticipated so i appreciate you i appreciate your kind words i appreciate your support of this podcast and our mlm success mlmsuccess.com we're going to continue that podcast for sure throughout the summer because i've got some stuff already already batched and ready uh so check us out over there and again thank you guys so much for your encouragement, your support uh, of what we do and thank you for carrying the torch and doing what you do and and, and what you're doing for your organization and your people uh, and calling out the the, the foo dust that needs to be called out. Uh, I thank you and I appreciate you more than I could tell you. Uh, again, I'm just a snot-nosed 20-year-old kid from a little town in Kentucky. 400 population that found this industry and it changed my life through the right principles concepts and systems and and that's what we've tried to share with people for the last 30 some plus years uh thank you have an awesome summer if you haven't been on vacation yeah i know some of you kids are already back in school but regardless of, uh if i haven't met you yet i look forward to shaking your hand in the near future have an awesome time Uh the rest of your summer and God bless you and I'll talk to you again soon. Check us out over at MLMSuccess.com. MLM Success.com. It's Adele Coward. Develop people, build people, people build the business. Put the oxygen mask on yourself first. Thank you for tuning in to the No Fluff MLM Leadership Training Podcast. To download the show notes for this episode, you can find them under the podcast section at www.mlmhelp.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence.